Light, and welcome to 66 and 365 Bible Reading for Kids. We're excited to kick off 2022 with reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. I'm Alana. And I'm Luke. And sometimes our editors will be joining us. Parker is seven and Carson is five years old. We want to be a podcast that helps adults and kids be in scripture every single day. And we can't wait to get started. So to kick things off, we're going to be jumping in at a very good place, the beginning. Today we are finishing up the story of Noah, and we are going to read all about the Tower of Babylon, where God confused languages in order to cause people of the earth to go throughout the whole earth, instead of saying in a single central spot. You will also get to hear us try to say some pretty impressive names as we lead up to the introduction of Abram, one of the patriarchs of the entire Old Testament. Genesis chapter 7, Entering the Ark Then the Lord said to Noah, Enter the ark, you and all your household, for I have seen that you alone are righteous before me in this generation. You are to take with you seven pairs, a male and its female, of all the clean animals, and two of the animals that are not clean, a male and its female, and seven pairs, male and female, of the birds of the sky, in order to keep offspring alive throughout the earth. Seven days from now, I will make it rain on the earth, 40 days and 40 nights and every living thing I have made I will wipe off the face of the earth and Noah did everything the Lord commanded him Noah was 600 years old when the flood came and water covered the earth so Noah his sons his wife and his son's wives entered the ark because of the flood waters from the animals that are clean and from the animals that are not clean And from the birds and every creature that crawls on the ground, two of each, male and female, came to Noah and and entered the ark just as God has commanded him. Seven days later, the floodwaters came on the earth. The flood. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on that day, all the sources of the vast watery depths burst open. The floodgates of the sky were open and the rain fell on the earth 40 days and 40 nights. On that same day, Noah and his three sons, Shem, Ham, Japheth, entered the ark along with Noah's wife and his three sons' wives. They entered it with all the wildlife according to their kinds, all livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that crawl on the earth according to their kinds. Every flying creature, all the birds, and every winged creature according to their kinds. Two of every creature that has the breath of life in it came to Noah and entered the ark. Those that entered, male and female, of every creature entered just as God had commanded him. Then the Lord shut him in. The flood continued for 40 days on the earth. The water increased and lifted up the ark so that it rose above the earth. The water surged and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the surface of the water. Then the water surged even higher on the earth, and all the highest mountains under the whole sky were covered. The mountains were covered as the water surged above them more than 20 feet. Every creature perished, those that crawl on the earth, birds, livestock, wildlife, and those that swarm on the earth, as well as all mankind. Everything with the breath of spirit of life in its nostrils, everything on dry land 
have died. He wiped out every living thing that was on the face of the earth, from mankind to livestock, creatures that crawl to birds of the sky, and they were wiped off the earth. Only Noah was left, and those that were with him in the ark, and the water surged on the earth 150 days. Genesis chapter 8, the flood recedes. God remembered Noah as well as the wildlife and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. God caused a wind to pass over the earth and the water to subside. The sources of the watery depths and the floodgates of the sky were closed and the rain from the sky stopped. The water steadily receded from the earth and by the end of 150 days, the water had decreased significantly. The ark came to rest in the seventh month and on the 17th day of that month, on the mountains of Ararat. The water continued to recede until the 10th month. In the 10th month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were visible. After 40 days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made and he sent out a raven. It went back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see whether the water on the earth's surface had gone down. But the dove found no resting place for its foot. It returned to him in the ark because the water still covered the surface of the whole earth. He reached out and brought it to the ark to himself. So Noah waited seven more days and sent out the dove from the ark again. When the dove came to him that evening, there was a plucked olive leaf in its beak. So Noah knew that the water on the earth's surface had gone down. After he waited another seven days, he sent out the dove, but he did not return to him again. In the 601st year, in the first month, on the first day of the month, the water that had covered the earth was dried up. Then Noah removed the ark's cover and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was dry. The Lord's Promise then God spoke to Noah, come out of the ark, you, your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out all the living creatures that are with you, birds, livestock, those that crawl on the earth, and they will spread over the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah, along with his sons, his wife, his sons' wives came out. All the animals, all the creatures that crawl, and all the flying creatures, everything that moves on the earth came out of the ark by their families. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord. He took some of every kind of clean animal and every kind of clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. When the Lord smelled the pleasing aroma, he said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of human beings, even though the inclination of the human heart is evil from youth onward. And I will never again strike down every living thing as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night will not cease. Chapter 9 God's Covenant with Noah God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear and terror of you will be in every living creature on the earth every bird of the sky, every creature that crawls in the ground, and all the fish of the sea, they are placed under your authority. Every creature that lives and moves will be food for you. As I gave the green plants, I have given you everything. However, you must not eat meat with its lifeblood in it, and I will require a penalty for your lifeblood. 
I will require it from any animal and from any human. If someone murders a fellow human, I will require that person's life. Whoever sheds human blood, by humans his blood will be shed. For God made humans in his image. But you, be fruitful and multiply, spread out over the earth and multiply on it. Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, Understand that I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, birds, livestock, and all wildlife of the earth that are with you, all the animals of the earth that came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again will every creature be wiped out by floodwaters. There will never again be a flood to destroy the earth. And God said, This is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every living creature with you, a covenant of all future generations. I have placed my bow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. Whenever I form clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and all the living creatures. Water will never again become a flood to destroy every creature. The bow will be in the clouds, and I will look at it and remember the permanent covenant between God and all the living creatures on earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and every creature on earth. Noah's sons who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Ham was the father of Canaan. These three were Noah's sons, and from them the whole earth was populated. Noah, as a man of the soil, began by planting a vineyard. He drank some of the wine, became drunk, and uncovered himself inside his tent. Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside. Then Shem and Japheth took a cloak and placed it over both their shoulders. And walking backward, they covered their father's nakedness. Their faces were turned away, and they did not see their father naked. When Noah awoke from his drinking and learned what, what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Canaan is cursed. He will be the lowest of slaves to his brothers. He also said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Shem. Let Canaan be Shem's slave. Let God extend Japheth. Let Japheth dwell in the tents of Shem. Let Canaan be Shem's slave. Now Noah lived 350 years after the flood. So Noah's life lasted 950 years, then he died. These are the family records of Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. They also had sons after the flood. Japheth's sons, Gomer, Magog, Medai, Javan, Jubal, Meshech, and Tyrus. Gomer's sons, Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Togarmah, and Javan's sons, Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dodanim. From these descendants, the people of the coasts and islands spread out into their lands according to their clans in their nations, each with its own language. Ham's sons, Cush, Mizraim, Put, and Canaan, Cush's sons, Seba, Havilah, Sabta, Ramah, and Sabtaka, and Ramah's sons, Sheba and Dedan. Cush fathered Nimrod, who began to be powerful in the land. He was a powerful hunter in the sight of the Lord, and that is why it is said, like Nimrod, a powerful hunter in the sight of the Lord. His kingdom started with Babylon, Erech, Akkad, and Kalneh in the land of Shinar. 
From that land, he went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehoboth-ur, Kala, and Resin, between Nineveh and the great city Kala. Mizraim fathered the people of Lud, Anam, Lehud, Naphta, Pathras, Kasla, the Philistines came from them, and Kaphtor. Canaan fathered Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, as well as the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Girgashites, the Hivites, the Architites, the Sinites, the Arvidites, the Zemorites, and the Hamathites. Afterward, the Canaanite clans scattered. The Canaanite border went from Sidon going toward Gerar as far as Gaza and going down toward Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, and Zeboim as far as Larsha. These are Ham's sons by their clans, according to their languages in their lands and their nations. And Shem, Japheth's older brother, also had sons. Shem was the father of all the sons of Eber. Shem's sons were Elam, Asher, Arpukshad, Lud, and Aram. Aram's sons, Uz, Hol, Gether, and Mash. Arpashad fathered Shelah, and Shelah fathered Eber. Eber had son had two sons. He one was named Peleg, for during his days the earth was divided. His brother was named Joktan, and Joktan fathered Almadad, Shelef, Hazmerfath, Jera, Hadaram, Uzal, Dikla, Obol, Abmael, Sheba, Ophir, Havilah, and Jobab. All these were Joktan's sons. Their settlements extended from Mesha to Sephar, the eastern hill country. These are Shem's sons by their clans, according to their languages, in their lands, and their nations. These are the clans of Noah's sons, according to their family records, in their nations. The nations on earth spread out from these after the flood. Chapter 11 The Tower of Babylon The whole earth had the same language and vocabulary. As people migrated from the east, they found a valley in the land of Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, Come, let's make oven-fired bricks. They used bricks for stone and asphalt for mortar. And they said, Come, let's build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the sky. Let's make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered throughout the earth. Then the Lord came down and to look over the city and the tower that the humans were building. The Lord said, If they have begun to do this, as one people all having the same language, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let's go down there and confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So from there, the Lord scattered them throughout the earth and they stopped building the city. Therefore, it's called Babylon. For there the Lord confused the language of the whole earth, and from there the Lord scattered them throughout the earth. These are the family records of Shem. Shem lived a hundred years and fathered Arpashad two years after the flood. After he fathered Arpashad, Shem lived five hundred years and fathered other sons and daughters. Arpashad lived thirty-five years and fathered Shelah. After he fathered Shelah, Arpashad lived 403 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Shelah lived 30 years and fathered Eber. 
After he fathered Eber, Shelah lived 403 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Eber lived 34 years and fathered Peleg. After he fathered Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Peleg lived 30 years and fathered Ru. After he fathered Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Ru lived 32 years and fathered Sarug. After he fathered Sarug, Ru lived 207 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Sarug lived 30 years and fathered Nahor. After he fathered Nahor, Sarug lived 200 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Nahor lived 29 years and fathered Terah. After he fathered Terah, Nahor lived 119 years and fathered other sons and daughters. Terah lived 70 years and fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran. These are the family records of Terah. Terah fathered Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran fathered Lot. Haran died in his native land in Ur of the Chaldeans. During his father Terah's lifetime, Abram and Nahor took wives. Abram's wife was named Sarai, and Nahor's wife was named Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Iscah. Sarai was unable to conceive. She did not have a child. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, Haran's son, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife. And they set out together from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and died in Haran. And now it's time for... The question of the day! Our question today for you and your family to discuss is, what do you need to trust God with this week and this year? Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. If you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practiced, we will add it to next week's show. Send it in to 66365 at gmail.com. John 1.1, in the beginning, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We hope you enjoyed our attempt at some of those names and places, and we can't wait for tomorrow as we follow the chronological story of the Bible, and we jump into the story of Job. Check us out tomorrow as we continue with Job 1, 2, and 3.